Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. You have something, Colton? Yes, there's a lot of comments tonight. I guess uh, there was an update from somebody on a group called Frog News Network, so a lady okay. named Kirsten W. Um, basically, just like the whole video was like, don't listen to Juan Savin. He is. Da, 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 oh, da. really? And I guess it was it was a big. I've not I've not seen it, but there's a lot of people in the comments tonight asking about it. So there 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 a lot of people just want to know they trust you guys. They like you yeah. guys. What's mm-hmm. what is your thoughts on Juan Savin? Man, I'll I'll tell you real quick my experience with Juan Savin. I've had uh, multiple opportunities to be around him in person. Um, working very hard behind the scenes on funding and providing opportunities for people that are running for office and making things happen. And he's a connector. He's the most generous person I've ever personally met with his finances, with his time. He's humble, humble, you know, and people say, I don't know if he's humble. He's bragging about having his car or this kind of stuff. Well, it's like, dude, the guy's worked his butt off his whole entire life. And, um, used so much used and leveraged every connection, every relationship, everything that he has from resource to save our country. To, to make things possible. Um, that's my personal experience uh, with him. And I have nothing to gain, you know, one way or another on this, but uh, a lot of people are talk and don't do anything. I don't know if people are upset. Maybe one says this is going to happen and it wasn't on the right time or whatever, but you know, the chiefs have been in the last two Super Bowls. One, one lost the second one. I bet you every play that they drew up had the opportunity to go for a touchdown but you know what else is playing? There's a defense. Mm-hmm. There's there, there there's a there's a an opponent that you're going against that is drawing up plays on board that studies you that mm-hmm. scouts you and and you know what? There's a lot of timelines involved. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and I'm not considering rationalize every little single piece and say, well, if if this would have happened then, then maybe we wouldn't be doing what we're doing because it would all have been taken care of and stuff. I don't know. Life only makes a hundred percent sense at the end. Yeah. You know, you look back and you're like, oh, that man, that all makes sense now. And God was able to repurpose this that happened for this. And it's all, you know, a beautiful thing. I encourage you to go and listen to, uh, we just released it yesterday, but Johnny, Johnny Elizabeth, Elizabeth Inlow. Um, and it's uh, Trump the Second Cyrus. It's called Trump the Second Cyrus. Check that out mm-hmm. because... It, he talks about, he and Elizabeth both talk about this timeline. You know, that we, yeah, we wish that everything would have happened on November the 4th when it was supposed to. Then we wish it would have happened on January mm-hmm. in January. You know, and we I wish, wish a lot oh, of stuff, man. We wish it would have happened in February and March and the date that, that Juan said, April the 1st. All those things we wish. But what we found over that time is a lot has come out. And the more that things are coming out, the more obvious it is that God does not make mistakes, that no, we don't know his timeline because God's timeline is definitely not our timeline. It's not the same. But um, I do know kind of like a birth of a baby, you know, you go through the labor pains and it's like, oh, this thing is terrible. And is this ever going to end? And then you have a baby. And soon after you're like, oh, I think I'll have another baby, you know, because it's worth it. And I think that's what's going to we're going to find in this whole process. Right now we're in labor pains and it's hard and waiting for something and holding the line and all of that. It's tough. But I think there's going to come a time that we're going to look back on it and we're going to be like, it's worth it, period. Whatever comes from it, it is worth it. You know, it, I, I've had one on our show I think three, three times, or four three, time, three, three, three times. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I have his number. I text him with questions. Um, I'm going to have him on again. We're working on an idea for a show because there's things I have about codes and what numbers and things he has insights on that we've, I mean, 
we shared a room at the Trump, you know, uh, hotel and up till three in the morning, I'm just grilling him with questions and things. And, and I can only base my treatment of somebody on my personal experience. And I don't judge somebody a hundred percent on their past. I know people that have, have done about faces and there's people that probably you think are, are wonderful and, and you wonder why we don't have them on our show. And I'm not saying just because somebody hasn't been on Flyover Conservative Podcast means that they're bad or they're a jerk or they're deep state or something like that. But I do base it on our personal encounters and the personal encounters of people that I personally know and, and their recommendations and how they come out in business dealings, how they come out, how was this treated? What was this person like when everything was turned off? And there's some people I just don't want on because they just weren't very nice you know, when the camera was off or when they were off stage, you know, and I can tell you this about one, I'm going to have him on again. He's a guy that I, I admire and I can, and, and, and I'm trying to learn a lot from him because he takes a lot of hits, but he's also got his neck out there. And I got, you know, if you've got a problem with him, how much is your neck out there? Mm. Does everybody at your work think you're amazing? Does everybody, you know, does, I mean, it's, it's like, I don't know. I, I, I can only, you know, do it on what we're doing and what, what our personal experience is, but I, I, don't have a bad thing to say about him based on every interaction I've personally had and his heart to be like, Hey, at least stick his neck out there and say, here's what I see happening. But, but judging these events right now, you got prophets that are, that are bailing out of their own prophetic words. It's hard to hold the faith mm-hmm. when what you want to see happening isn't happening. Not just you, at the rate, your timeline. not just the rate speed you wanted it, but when you got people following you and listening to you, it takes courage to to say, hey, this, I see a lot of clouds. I think we need to go to the basement. I think there might be a tornado coming. And like, well, what if there's not a tornado? People are like, ah, false, you're a false weatherman. Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't a tornado. I don't know. I'd rather be around a guy that keeps his eye on the sky and is doing what he can to keep people protected and say, hey, time to go to the basement, even if the tornado doesn't hit, because it wasn't a selfish motive. He, he's doing his best. And when you look at the weather, it's like there's a lot of factors involved. And, uh, um, I tell you this one more thing about Juan. Juan's not sharing every single thing that he knows and can't and doesn't have the freedom to to share everything at the pace that wishes that he could. So it it's kind of like if you know 10 units of information but you can say 5, what's the 5 that's the, that's going to help people to take actions that are in line with where you see it going. And that's that's the game he's playing is is I'm going to give you the information that I can. You adjust your spending, you adjust mm-hmm. your buying, you adjust your coming and going, you know, to what I'm saying, because you're probably going to end up at the right place. You don't need to know every detail and maybe it won't work out at the pace we want, but you're going to end up at the right place. That's, and that, that's what I see there. It's really good. I, right. just, I felt like, um, can we pray real fast for, with everyone? Yeah. Okay. Let's do let's, that. Let's pray for the, the people on the, the frog channel. Let's pray mm-hmm. for one. You know, mm-hmm. we need, we need more unity in these ranks. We need less people in a circular firing squad. Mm -hmm. We have enemies. There is a a deep, dark Luciferian force that's coming against humanity right now. I mean, America is just a thing. They're coming against humans. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a fight between good and evil, truly between those, a Luciferian, they, these people, they hold up and they look at, at everything you would say is good and pure and holy and, and godly as demonic and bad, like the same way you would have against the devil himself. That's 
that's where their allegiance is. That's where their powers are coming from. They, I mean, there are dark forces at play that are causing damage and hurting. Like, we don't need to be fighting each other. No. We don't need division in our marriages and relationships and division with children and making ultimatums in our relationships and casting people away. And we need unity. We need we need lots of forgiveness and grace for people that gave you a little offense, you know, to, to let them on-ramp yeah. back into your life They're better. They're going to need it. We, mm-hmm. we, we need more grace. We need more forgiveness. We need more like, you know what? It, it, I really just got mad by the way you said that. But, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I shouldn't have reacted the way that I did. Let me own that. You know, we all need to own our own behaviors and actions and have as much grace for people as possible and say, what's their intent? Mm-hmm. One little marriage tip that we've applied to each other all the time is I'll, I'll say to myself, sometimes Stacey will just hurt my feelings. And I'll say, you know what? One, I know Stacy loves me. Number two, I know she would never intentionally do anything to hurt me. It's like, okay, well, then I got to deal with the reality of, okay, then why am I hurting? You know, now let's let's have a conversation about that. Let's work through that. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, I know she loves me. I know she wouldn't intentionally hurt me. Mm-hmm. So what's going on? Maybe she's tired. Maybe she's sick. Maybe there's something going on. Let's 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 deal with this. Maybe I did something to hurt her, and she's responding. Let, let, let's let's deal with what's going to reconcile this. And we need some of that with each other. Like one thing you just talk about one of seven. I know Juan loves this country. I know Juan loves the people of this country. I know Juan believes in what this country was founded on. I know he loves our constitution. I know that he, he, he loves the Federalist Papers. One, one loves what our country can be. He loves the spirit of our country. Mm-hmm. And he would never intentionally do anything to hurt you or the people in it. So, you know, some things maybe you just don't understand all the time. And it's like, you know what? It's not our business to understand everything all the time. And uh, I guarantee we have real problems in the world and he's not one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's the least of them. He's working towards making it better. But all right, let's, let's pray. pray. That's, that's, that's the answer that's right there. That's a good word. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you for uh, being born right now, God, that we're alive during this time, that we weren't born a hundred years from now or a thousand years ago. We were born today, and truly, I believe this is the best time to be alive. We are going to see things of biblical proportion, and we get to be a part of that. And God, I thank you for uh, this platform. I thank you for our flyover family, each one that's on here. I pray blessings over them. Um, I know that there's going to be debt cancellation coming. There's going to be a transference of wealth. Um, there's going to be a billion soul harvest. That means a billion people are going to come to know you as their personal Lord and Savior. And we all get to be a part of that. We get to be a part of their story. And God, I just I thank you for this opportunity to be alive right now. And God, I just, in the body of Christ, um, as well as in the conservative movement, I just declare unity. I just declare um, clarity over our thoughts. I just declare that we look at each other and see each other through your eyes and not through offense, not through um, unforgiveness, but God, that truly we see each other through love and God, we try to make each other better. God, I just ask that you would give us more boldness, more courage, you know, just like you 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 told Joshua and Caleb as they were entering in the, into the promised land, be brave and courageous. That's what you've called us to do. And this is a time that we are walking into the promised land. So God, I just pray that you would give us more courage, more strength, more vision for you, God, that we would keep our eyes on you, not any man, but on you, period, God. And God, I do believe that you are using Trump in this time, that he mm-hmm. was born for such a time as this, that he is uh, the second Cyrus. I believe that, God, and we are going to see Babylon being destroyed. And God, I am so excited about what that looks like, the deep state 
It's going to be destroyed. It's going to be exposed. Even in that dream that Barry had, that he shared, that I shared on Monday night, that God, that truly there's going to be freedom fighters that are sharing messages that everybody's going to see that they cannot um, ignore. It can no longer be ignored, and everything is going to be exposed for everyone to see. And God, when that happens, that the people that have had their head buried in the sand, that had no idea, that's going to be, they're going to be just shocked. The God, that we are a safe place that they can come back to. The God, that we're here with open arms and we're going to walk them through this process, that we have been waking up, that we have been aware what's been going on with the sex trafficking, that we have been aware uh, what's going on with all of those things that we've been hearing about over the over the last year and, and before that. And so, God, I just ask that that you would give us a love for them with open arms that we welcome them back. And God, that that we help walk them through that process, that when they're getting a drink from a fire hydrant, that we help to slow down that water so that they um, can understand it and they are, have, they also have courage in the process. God, I just ask that with each person, that, that God, that whatever you've put in to them for this time, that that would just wake up and that God, that they would have the courage to step forward in those places. Thank you for each person and where they are in life, and we just pray blessings over them. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. And I want to leave you guys with one, one last little thing. This was a great little piece of wisdom that was given to me from one of, my, one of my new best friends, a guy in Florida named Kevin that I just met today, but this guy's a patriot. And he said, you know, hey, be careful of, of, of people that just want to get you enraged so they can keep you engaged. And that's what a lot of these channels do. And I think they're full of good news and they're full of good people, but it's tempting in these situations to get more clicks, to get more followers. You want, you don't want to, you want to be the source of, of what there is. And sometimes, sometimes it's, it's, it's tempting to just give information that gets people enraged so you can keep them engaged because it's a little comforting. Sometimes at least when, when the world's unsure, just being angry kind of is comforting. It's a warm blanket. And, and they cater to that a little bit. I'm not accusing these people. I don't even know what the name of that channel was, you know, whoever it was. But be aware of who's trying to enrage you so they continue to engage you. And and don't fall for that. Be discerning. Use wisdom. Be be alert. Be mature. Be a leader in this movement, not, not a, 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 chi- a chicken running around with its head cut off, mm-hmm. screaming angry stuff at people all the time. Like, be a part of the solution. There's a dark side that wants to burn buildings down and destroy America. They're Marxists. Be a part that wants to build, that wants to create, that wants to unify, that wants to make things better. Be a part of that mm-hmm. in every environment. That's, I'll leave you guys with that. Guys, we, we, we love you. We love we being do. a part of this. We love being a part of this channel. We love creating content for you. We love working hard and, and answering your messages and being in the comments. We love being a part of it because we know we're part of a great story. We bless you to, to, to rise up and be a better, stronger, more clear, more powerful part of that story. And we look forward to seeing you in Tampa at that event at the meet and greet. Yeah, we love you. Have a great night. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacey Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day.